Yeah, well, I, uh, I, th I think it's time to go. You ready? Where do you think you're going? To a movie? Party. Movie party is what it is, folks. We're going to a movie party. It's such a little liar. No, I've whipped up this nasty little soiree over at his friend Wyatt's house. Soiree what? Soiree, honey. I think that means, um, party. Party. You know, there's going to be sex, drugs, rock and roll, chips, dips, chains, whips. You know, your basic high school orgy type of thing. Welcome to Double Impact, the podcast where we double back on the movies that impacted us growing up as 90s kids and decide whether they hold up today or best life in the past. I'm Tristan. And I'm Ron Burgundy. <laughs> that was good last week when you lost your way and then did you oh, leave it out or it did took, you leave it in? No, I left yeah. most of it yeah. in, I think. It took me about eight minutes to get back. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know where I was. Should have twinned left at Albuquerque. It was good. I enjoyed that. <laughs> he lost his way and then there was no way back in. I don't know if I'm going to be much better tonight, Greg. Work has been so crazy. I finished watching this movie 30 minutes ago. That's probably as good as you can ask for. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I've been up since 3.45. Oh, my God. 3.45? That's sleeping time. Yeah. Man, it's waking up time. Oh. Got to get the work done. I like how you just get up earlier rather than staying up late night. Yeah. Like if you've got a big day of work, you're like, I'll just get up earlier. I get because I get diminishing returns. And uh, part of it, I think it started with procrastination, but then it, it actually kind of worked and mm. uh, now I just stick with it. You wake up with a fresh mind. All the things that you hit the wall on the night before are like have had a chance to simmer in your brain while you sleep. Yeah. You wake up, have a coffee and it pours out of you. You know, if we and then you do the, then you do the work. Yeah, we could rebadge <laughs> this particular part of the pod as like one of those um, alpha male pods. Yeah, we should do that. You know, go yeah, get up early. <laughs> People say they need their eight hours sleep. I say do it faster. Yeah, that's pretty broadly <laughs> disproven now, isn't it? This is the outliers. Arnie is a genetic outlier. Yeah, and most of his sound bites are. Pretty outdated, but I don't care. I don't even think he believed them. It's just, it's just it's provocative. It's what the people want. Yeah. Milk is for babies. Have you watched his show yet? The feeling of the pump. No, and it's crazy because I really want, I'm in this weird thing now. Maybe it is work-related, just burnout, but like. You don't want to consume. I find it hard to start anything. Mm. <laughs> I just like anything new full. to watch or something. It's just, I just can't like create space. Yeah. It's, You're uh, immersed. Yeah. Yeah. That's okay. It's a period. Pod movies is it for now, yeah. Well, fortunately we're doing a film that didn't require any of that space. Yeah, a film that I watched in fragments throughout the week. I had to rent twice. Um, <laughs> hey, but this is an extra week of our AI miniseries, Greg, which technically wrapped up, but hey, we're back. AI, baby. AI, AI. It's your birthday. Someone gives you a casket wallet. I think things, things are getting weird, and they're getting weird fast. Fuck you, asshole. So when AI becomes stronger, then we are, what do you do exactly? Malfunction. Need input. Maybe wise to have some sort of contingency plan. AI, 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 generative AI, generative AI, generative AI, 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 uses AI to bring AI, 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 AI. Is this the place they make you real? 
That's right. We're doing weird science. Um, the we couldn't resist because we watched the sequel last week. That's um, right. Ex Machina. That's right. The slightly better <laughs> packaged uh, version. The, um, well, if you recall last week, I quoted someone <laughs> yeah. in saying that um, Ex Machina was Space Odyssey meets Weird Science. So yeah. we had a we've got a Ex Machina sandwich with Space Odyssey the week before and Weird Science now. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. It's, it's kind of crazy. Wow. Who would have thunk? Who would have thunk? The world works in mysterious ways, Greg. Sure does. <laughs> also, the opening of this movie, I think, is a reference to 2001. Is it? There's like a very 2001-esque score and something is revealed. I can barely remember. Insert clip now, Tristan, if it exists. This is so beautiful. So that may or may not have happened. Yeah. I mean, how would you know? You mm. only watched it like an hour ago. <laughs> well, I watched part of it five days ago. Yeah. I watched it in basically like TikTok form. Just watched little clips, like clips at a time. Well, that's how we consume now. It is. It is. A three minute max. I wonder if Carol will let me go back to bed after this pod. <laughs> I'm a little bit dusty. Just say you're still, just lock the door and say you're still recording. Yeah, Greg's hungover. Did we say that already? We didn't. We didn't. Yeah, Greg's very hungover. So this mm. should be fun. Yeah. <laughs> Are you the good kind of hangover where you're like still kind of drunk? Oh, no, I feel too bad for that. I feel like I'm in the oh. peak of the hang now. Oh, boo. All right. Well, let's get yeah. you out of that rut. We wrapped it up at midnight. That's, you know, I still got my eight hours of sleep kind of. Not bad. But, uh, you know, I'm here. I've got a coffee that Carol went and got me. Good wife of the show. Yeah, great wife of the show. Top two. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, 985, Greg. 985, hey. Um, 985, mid-80s by definition. Mm, not yeah. Mid, not early. You might call it early based on your how you calculated the decade, <laughs> given that you're in your mid-late 30s at 39. I'm in my mid-to-late 30s, yeah. Yeah. 39 yeah. and a half. Yeah, hold on to that, champ. <laughs> but do you know what happened in 985? No, what happened? It was the opening of the mm. first ever... Uh, Blockbuster video. Imagine the perfect video store. It would have a great selection, right? Right. Over 10,000 videos. Three evening rentals, so no rush, no hassle. Fast checkout. 24-hour quick drop return. Open late every night. Well, the perfect video store... Welcome to Blockbuster Video. ...is popping up all over the country. There's one near you. Blockbuster Wow, what a difference. No way. Yeah, wow. way. Now, that's a big deal, Tristan, for a number of reasons. It's huge. Blockbuster was, oh, man, so blue and gold. Yeah. I assume it came to Australia a bit later. Yeah, it was a touch later. Because we did get it eventually, right? Yeah. We did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it was it. We have one at uni. Um, that was probably my most go-to Blockbuster in my Blockbuster experience. When I was at uni at Bathurst, which is a, a regional town about three hours west of Sydney. Oh, but it was a blockbuster. It wasn't just a mum and pop shop 
Here's a blockbuster. Big one. Mm. Huge one. Huge. Blockbuster is an interesting uh, business, of course. Um, so it started by a guy called David Cook. Yep. Now, David Cook was in, uh, in a little town called Dallas. Mm. Dallas, Texas, I believe. And he had a number of businesses. He was uh, originally in the oil and gas game. Don't you know? Oil, gas, movies, the yeah. trifecta. Well, that makes sense, right? The three elements. And I think it was his wife, Sandy. 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 My God. My God. <laughs> she wanted to get into the video business. <laughs> oh, yeah. Tell yeah, us more, damn Sandy. Right. Tell us more. <laughs> right, um, Sandy. Get on the couch. <laughs> <laughs> you little minx. Um, <laughs> uh, so they got this thing going. Uh, we can... We, Cook's like, this is pretty good. I'm going to, like, rent other people's movies out. Hell, yeah. So they opened their first store in Dallas. They had 8,000 VHS and 2,000 beta tapes. Wow. Wait, so how early is this in the VHS, journey? Is this like is this like a pioneering idea? Uh, it already been done and they were just doing it better? I think it was happening. I think they just did it better. Yeah, fair enough. So that was already happening to an extent. They bought, they bought up some competitors. Man, they had the opportunity to acquire Netflix. Well, that's the, uh, yeah, well, you're jumping to the good bit. Um, that's the fork in the road. Oh, sorry. No, no, it's fine. <laughs> My bad. But it's, I'm probably Spoilers. taking too long. They they had like a, a reasonable, like they were, I think they bought a controlling interest of Aaron Spelling's like media group. Oh. Like they were, they were doing stuff. They weren't just sitting there. They were dipping their toe in the water, but they didn't Yeah, quite, they had a bunch yeah. going on. Um, obviously technology was always a threat. You're right. The, the, the big, you know, the Kodak moment was... Yeah, exactly. Netflix tried to sell to them. They said, do you want to buy us for 50 mil? And they're like, nah. Fuck, 50 mil. And that was... We could have scraped that together with some friends of the show. Correct. We could, yeah, we could, we could kickstart that out of our Patreon slush, slush fund. If we had 50 million listeners, it would just be $1 each. Yeah. For now, though, that it would have to be, you know... Few hundred thousand each, but yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, we'd well, give them well, discounts. It'd be a few million each. <laughs> well, um, yeah, it's crazy, man, isn't it? But obviously, Netflix wasn't what they are when they, you know, like they weren't right streaming behemoth. But it is a classic, uh, you said it before, Kodak, like, you know how like, uh, it, maybe not so much now, but when Apple first started making phones and stuff, and at the time. It seemed like, yeah, I guess that makes sense. But if Microsoft had been making phones, it would be like, nah, I don't want a phone from Microsoft. What I'm getting at is yes, Apple yes. never positioned themselves as a computer company. They positioned themselves as like a creative technology company or whatever. I, I, there's an official line, I can't remember. But like when you f- frame your business up that way, you have the ability to flex. Yeah. Where Blockbuster yeah. should have been thinking of themselves as... Entertainment. Not a video store, but some sort of entertainment service, and yeah. then, you know, gone with the trends, and not just hoped that that trend wouldn't happen. It's insane. It's insane. It is, but so easy to so easy to say now. Of course, yeah. Kodak obviously is the big example we talk about quite a lot. Who yeah, invented yeah. the first digital camera? Yeah, you know. Fuck. But they're like, no, no. We'll stick with film because that's core business. The money's in film. Core business is a um, it's a shackle. It's a shackle, Tristan. Like yeah. you just described there, Pe- people often go, "No, no, that's." And that's why Apple's so smart too. 
Yeah. That's right. They, they pretty much have a pipeline. They know the evolution of what is going to be the core business later. Like computers are not the core business for Apple anymore. Yeah. It's crazy. Anyway, the real twist of the knife, Greg, is that Netflix then made like last year, this year maybe, shit, uh, a sitcom called Blockbuster, set in a blockbuster, and even that failed. It's cancelled. <laughs> <laughs> That's so oh, mean. Man. Why do they even – even making that just seems so mean. Yeah. But I tell you what, I'm not here to blandly praise Netflix because I feel like they got their own issues. They do. They like spit in the dark. Um, yeah. So, yeah, big, big year for Blockbuster. Huge. Big year for Friday nights for teenagers. What else was happening? It was, hey, it was a big year for movies. So I guess in 1985. Back to the future. Yeah. In 1986, you might have picked some of these up at, at your local blockbuster. But biggest film in the world, you said it, Greg, Back to the Future. Uh, number two, Rambo, First Blood Part Two. Tell it. And Rocky Four. Haven't done it. We haven't done a Rocky yet, by the way, BTW. Yeah, that's like a franchise that's somehow still untouched for us and it's kind of like yeah. building it up now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Out of Africa, A View to Kill, The Dream is Alive, The Color Purple, Cocoon, The Jewel of the Nile, Witness. World. That was the top ten. It was also the year of Teen Wolf, which we've covered, uh, Goonies, which we've covered, Wolf. Brewster's Millions, Fright Night, Wolf. Wolf. Commando, which we've covered. Oh, we've got a bit yeah, of Commando references in this. Coming up, yeah. Well, Joel Silver is the is the common thread there. Yeah, so is the so is the wardrobe. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll get into that. It's like a weird mashup of a few things. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. Well, wait, hang on. If <laughs> if Ex Machina is a cross between 2001: A Space Odyssey and Weird Science, Vernon Wells' character in this is a cross between Bennett and. That Mad Max character. It's mostly Mad Max character with a mesh singlet. Yeah. Yeah. We'll get into that. That, that was a shock to me, by the way. Anyway, we'll get into yeah. that. Uh, all right. Lots of movies. Many movies in 1985. Uh, but there was a little film, Greg, about a couple of, couple of dweebs with a computer who just decided to make a woman mm-hmm. one day. And so they did. And it was pretty easy to do. Yeah. Um, Coming in at number 52 that year, Weird Science. From my heart and from my hand, why don't people understand my intention? So Weird Science came out in August of 1985, budget of $7.5 million, gross box office of $38.9 million. Um, so not huge, but, you know, just outside of the top 50. Uh, maybe it's one of those movies too that didn't really get released outside of the US at cinema. I feel like that happened in those days with these types of things. Oh, didn't it? I mean, I didn't really, well, getting ahead of myself, but I didn't really know this was a movie for a long time. I just thought it was a TV show. Yeah. On that later. Run Tomato scores, critic score 56%, audience score 69%, critic consensus as follows. Hardly in the same league as John Hughes's other teen movies. The resolutely goofy Weird science nonetheless gets some laughs via its ridiculous premise and enjoyable performances. Yeah, I can kind of see that. Okay. Hardly poetic, but... Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Was this a big movie for you, Greg? Um, Not massive. Um, It was definitely there, but it was... I think when I watched it, I probably would have watched it early 90s, realistically. Mm. And at that stage... 80s was sort of on the nose a little bit, you know? 
Yeah, you sort yeah, of look yeah. back we'll at the just, last we'll decade. Yeah, we've moved on um, before before you rediscover it. It wasn't a vintage yet. It wasn't yeah. vintage. So eighties wasn't so cool. Uh, but the TV show point. hit the right notes for me. Big time. Vanessa Angel, primarily. Yeah, she's a babe. She was a big. She was a big deal for me in my um, in my early years. Is that even a real name? Yeah, Maybe apparently she was made in a computer. Apparently, makes a point of saying it is. Hmm. Um, how about you? Were you probably similar? I suppose similar, except I didn't see this in the early nineties. Oh, okay. I saw it this week, uh, so I hadn't seen it before. You hadn't seen this before? No. What? Oh, yeah. Wow. The TV show was significant, and you know, in those days. Mid nineties in Australia, if you didn't have Foxtel, like there were five channels, and so any primetime TV show was pretty culturally impactful at the yeah. time. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I thought this was the thing. I didn't realize it was based on a movie at the time, and it took me a while to realize it was probably in the two thousands or something. Yeah, but yeah, I looked it up. It went even longer than I thought. I thought it must have been one of those TV shows that was just like one season or something, and they just repeated it on Saturday mornings or something. But it was it went for four seasons. That's quite a lot. Yeah. yeah, it's interesting because I guess that was maybe a bit of a trend because you also had Parker Lewis Can't Lose, which was kind of Ferris Bueller. And then so another John Hughes-inspired TV show, I suppose. But, yeah, Vanessa Angel, big deal. And I also noticed uh, the brother, Bill Paxton's character, was played by Lee Turgeson, mm-hmm. the guy from Oz and Wayne's World. Yeah. He always gives me anxiety because of his Oz character. Yeah. I think he was in like one of the Law and Ordery type, you know, shows as well. Yeah, yeah. He's he's in a lot of things. He's an actor. But the Oz stuff, yeah. he'll always be that guy to me. Yeah. And that's the most depressing character that there is. He got out of prison and he went back. I forgot that. Oh. I, forget the, I forget what happened to Oz. I was obviously in for it. But. All I remember is that and that the guy broke both his legs and arms or something and then they started dating and then he went back to prison for him cool. and then he killed a guy he got real fucked up <sighs> sounds hectic it's just the most depressing show isn't it fuck well, it's the, that's so it's, hard it's that's a heavy watch yeah it's it is heavy it's watch, a, it's, it's HBO's first big show I think it might have been their first show I think I could be wrong about that it was a totally different type of television. It was like the first yeah, of was, like that sort of intelligent, meaningful. I think that's why we were drawn to it, right? Like in today's era of, I guess, well, maybe we're slightly past now the golden age of this new era of television, but that was so different then. Really? It was just, it was like, it was as depressing as it was, it was sort of a breath of fresh air in some ways. Anyway, uh, I watched a TV show called Weird Science, which was about a babe. Yeah. Um, which was much easier to watch. Um, and how's this little tidbit? In the pilot episode, Gary claims that creating Lisa is possible because he saw it in the John Hughes movie. Yeah. Toasty. Wow. Reference. Mm-hmm. Good stuff. Good stuff. Good reference. Self-referential. Yeah. Self-aware. Meta. Meta. Layers. Hey, should I get into the origin story of this picture? It's going to be Please. short and sweet. Like Vanessa Angel. <laughs> Origin story. She short? Probably. Alright, she might be. She's sweet. Tell you that much. Uh, origin story. Okay, the origin story can be summed up as follows. It's the 80s and 
John Hughes was a cash cow. Ooh, big time. Uh, everyone wanted to be in the John Hughes business. Although it is still relatively early in the John Hughes journey. So 1983, National Lampoon's Vacation, he wrote. Uh, 1984, 16 Candles, his directorial debut. Then 1985, The Breakfast Club, European Vacation, and this. And this is why Anthony Michael Hall is not in European Vacation, I think. Is that right? Is that the one he's not in? Oh, okay. Because yeah, he's in this. He doesn't just switch John Hughes films. Yeah. He was supposed to be in that one. Well, he was the man, wasn't he? Yeah. No, he's not, not in Christmas. Yeah, that's that's the that's Galecki. Yeah. Why do they always have different kids? It's so cool. I actually love that in the 80s we just didn't care about continuity and stuff. We're too busy living. Yeah, exactly. We didn't care. Same with the Batman films. There was no continuity. Who cares? Except for Alfred. Anyway, uh, I don't have much to say on origin story. So, you know, tangents abound. Anyway, and then he made this. And apparently he wrote this in two days. And apparently he was like kind of going through the motions on this one because uh, 16 Candles, sorry, not 16 Candles, Breakfast Club was the one that he was really focusing on this year, apparently. So... You know, that may explain some things depending on what you thought about this film. Yeah. But a uh, little bit of trivia for you. The the babe in question, the the robot or AI or whatever the hell she is, we'll never know. Sex bot. Uh, sex bot. Her name is Lisa, inspired by the aforementioned Apple Computer Company and the Apple Lisa Computer, which was a big deal at the time. Oh. Which was named after Steve Jobs' daughter. So I guess she's named after Steve Jobs' daughter, hey, okay. who he refused to acknowledge as his daughter for a long time. Yeah. Steve Jobs was a bit of a jerk, as it turns out. Oh, wow, well, just a bit, yeah. A bit. Yeah, you kind of have to be. Yeah. You, this is the thing. This is, this is why we're not at the top, Greg. That's we're too right. nice. We're too nice. That's, that's all it is. <laughs> that is all it is. Yeah, yeah. This is it. We're on the right track to starting one of those toxic red pill podcasts with that sort of thinking. Yeah. <laughs> That's good too. That works. Thanks. Ah, okay. Well, origin story. I mean, to close out, I do have some precasties here. Another model by the name of Kelly Edberg was originally cast as Lisa. Uh, You may know her as someone who partnered with and produced a child with Rod Stewart. Ah, my goodness. You're a Stewart man. Ah. Rod Stewart. God Stewart. Greg does an amazing Rod Stewart at karaoke. It's my hair. <laughs> Greg does a great Rod Stewart. You go right. Maybe I'll find a clip and put it in here. No, I don't know. probably not. <laughs> I'll, just, no. I'll just put a clip of Rod Stewart in and say it's you. Wake up, Maggie. I think I got something to say to you. Uh, she dropped out due to creative differences. Creative differences will get you. Demi Moore and Robin Wright also auditioned apparently. Oh. Um, but okay. obviously just were not good enough because we obviously needed... Um, Keller. We needed Keller. 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 Anyway, bish bash bosh, uh, you know, you get these kids, you throw a little house party, you get a little nuclear weapon coming out of the ground there and bish bash bosh, you go sell a film rap party at... The Viper Room. Yeah, there's a Viper Room crowd for sure. Yeah, I'm feeling, I'm feeling. Well, Viper Room probably didn't exist. Didn't it? 85, probably not. I just thought it always existed, like Narnia. 
It's complete. Uh, you know, it's not really a place. It's more of a state of mind, man. Well, that's that. Okay, that's true. Hey, let's play the trailer. You know, it's not a bad idea. What? Making a girl. Actually making a girl. This is Wyatt and Gary. I give her warm digits mammary glands. Something's about to change their world. Something out of this world. She's alive! Alive! What would you little maniacs like to do first? It's all in the name of science. Weird science. If you want to be a party animal, you have to learn to live in the jungle. Not us. Not here. No way. She is turning their lives. Trust me for once, will you? What is going on? Gary, I don't know. I don't know. Their minds. <laughs> and their house. Upside down. It's seriously affecting your sex life. <laughs> it's completely unnatural. Do you realize it's snowing in my room? Totally unbelievable. Definitely weird. Hi, dudes. They went from zeros to heroes in one fantastic weekend. I'm so good. Universal Pictures presents a John Hughes film, Weird Science. It's purely sexual. That's actually a pretty good trailer. I haven't seen that before. That was that felt original. Yeah, pretty good trailer that one. It showed like some variety in there, and you know, not to get ahead of myself, but there was more variety in this film than I thought. It's not just about a sex bot; it's about science that's kind of weird. Yeah. Um, well, why don't you set the scene, Greg? Give us a little. Yeah, I will. Well, once rundown. again, it's a it's another Genesis story. Mm. Last week we talked about the notion of Adam and Eve in the garden. So true. The Genesis. This time is, you know, it's, a, it's an origin story of AI, mm. a dramatization of the early years of AI exploration, um, the early days of AI being used in its purest form, and the creation of a sexbot slang. Two young horny dudes, social outcasts, create a social media platform, and oh wait, no, buy a social media platform. Oh no, 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 sorry, no, no, they just create a sexbot. Ah, uh, yeah. Mark and Elon, um, uh, just a couple of nerdy guys. Oh, sorry, hang on. Gary and Man, Wyatt. that's so... Hang on, just give me give me some space here. I need to press a button. It's very astute on your part. Because, man, even Facebook started as an app to rate girls. That's right. <laughs> so it is kind of... It's fucking true, man. Part, it's just it's a couple so of horny true. fucking nerds. And I was I was thinking as I'm watching it that Ex Machina really is just like the dark and gritty reboot of this because he would have been a nerd at high school too. 100%. Probably didn't go to high school. Too so smart. It, it is just fantasy fulfillment shit. Yes. And, you know, he's still a teenage boy essentially because, you know, he <laughs> doesn't know how to be an adult. That's right. Anyway. So he just creates crazy hot ones. And creates babes. Yeah. <laughs> and then doesn't let them out of it. Depressing room. Right, and he's been quite mean to them, but that's that's a whole other thing. He's not a nice man. Nah, he's not. Um, the dancer. You know, and these guys, they're just a couple of nerds, arguably racist, misogynistic homophobes. Um, <laughs> but, <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah, you covered it. Covered it all there. Um, but mostly they're just social misfits. Yeah. And I think they're a bit angry. They're angry that stylish yeah. and handsome 
bad boys like Robert Downey Jr. getting the girls. But boys, relax. Yeah. That's life. Yeah, don't worry. You'll start a social network later. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Nerds win in the long run. But high school is not your jam and just go with it, <laughs> you know? But no, these youngsters, these upstarts, they want action now, Tristan. So they now. scan some images from Sports Illustrated and they put some bras on their head and they knock up some 3D imaging in CAD and hack into, I guess, a government mainframe and whack a few jumper leads on a doll and bam, you got yourself a sex bot, baby. All pretty straightforward, I think. We all um, could have figured that out ourselves. That's right. Yeah, like you said earlier, it was remarkably easy. <laughs> uh, and all their dreams are fulfilled in one in a bedroom. And Lisa, their fully formed sex bot, arrives and damn, uh, unlike good chunks of this film, she holds up. Yay! And she goes about making their life better. Um, she puts them on the social map. It's all very on PC, but that's high school, baby. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And she sets about throwing them a wild party. But that's right. You guessed it. Things go awry. Mm, There's well, mutants and rockets and frozen grandparents and blue kitchens and a militant older brother that's turned into a giant dirt. <laughs> But you know what? There's a lesson in here, Tristan. Yeah. And I don't know what that is. <laughs> I think the lesson is pretty clear. Like if you're struggling in a situation like that, make a babe <laughs> and have her sort out your problems for you. And um, so you can do one traditionally masculine gesture so that girls like you. Ah, okay. That's it, yeah. There it is. It's a very wholesome message. A smorgasbord of teen angst. Um, <laughs> that, that, I mean, that's, there is a takeaway in that. Is that is that the lesson or did I just, is that just the plot? Uh, we'll never know. Greg, it was interesting doing this movie after all these other movies. <laughs> Maybe aside from um, Short Circuit. Uh, you know, this film didn't really get into the existential side of things at all, um, which I didn't. It didn't bother me because you know I like that. I I look. I I don't blindly have nostalgic goggles on for the night for the eighties or anything. Obviously, there's there's issues there, and you you, you dropped a few of them. Um, but <laughs> the thing I do love about eighties movies like this. Well, I don't necessarily love the movies, but I love the idea of movies like. Teen Wolf and License to Drive and stuff. Just these absurd premises that like they don't even really try and rationalize or explain or like it just is what it is and you just have to strap it and accept it. I dig that. I respect that. The fact that they just said, well, we should just make a girl and then they do. It doesn't make any sense, but I'm down. But the thing is for the last eight weeks at this point, my brain has been in the habit of, you know, asking the big questions. Really? But you can't ask these big questions to this movie because then they create life. They create artificial intelligence, but there's no exploration of what that means. Like, what is she? I don't know what she is. Is she a human? Does she bleed? Uh, is she a robot? Is she just going to get old? Is she going to stay the same age? She's a gym teacher now, I guess. What does that mean? Is she here for good? Uh, is she a pedophile? Is she a pedophile? <laughs> <laughs> like she is, right? I guess she is. By but definition. Then how, how does that work? Because she's not actually old or is she old? She's definitely more mature. So that is really the main factor. So she's a pedo. <laughs> Isn't she? 
<laughs> I mean, she. I mean, she showers with them immediately. Yeah, because sex bot. Yeah, but then well, if she, this is the thing. If she's a sex bot, she's there to then bang him because she tries to bang him. And then remember, she says, yeah. I, was ten, I was ten seconds into my gymnast gymnastics routine, and you fell asleep or something. So let's try again. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, she was down. She was down to. Yeah, and they were fifteen. Yeah. So it's weird. It's weird. Yeah. And, you know, I get it. It's 80s, baby. Yeah. I mean, it is a teenage fantasy fulfillment thing, so I get that. But it is also just very, like, if she was just a robot, then maybe that would seem okay. But she is basically a human, so it's just so weird. Anyway, I'm not necessarily, I mean, well, obviously. It's like the South Park episode. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Nice. (laughs) Um, (laughs) but obviously like objectively that doesn't really hold up but I don't really care too much like the whole thing is just so absurd and I'm not saying I loved this movie or anything but I I, it was a bit of fun she was great I was kind of expecting it to be worse she was really good she had gravitas yeah she had like she really she made to the movie so there's this movie is a mixed bag because there's things I really liked about it like there's ideas in here I really liked and I liked that she wasn't just a bimbo like she was the smartest person in the movie for the most part and she it's it's just kind of weird because yeah she's part pedo but then she's also like a mentor and like essentially a genie and she just wants these boys to like find their self-confidence and stuff and i'm into that yeah it just gets weird when you mix that with like sex yeah it's strange right it is strange well how was the rewatch for you greg it was okay it was like yeah. Yeah. I mean, we're coming off the back of a film that I've said that's probably like a, a, a favourite for me. Um, yeah. This wouldn't be that. Mm. Surprised it was John Hughes in some ways, in some ways not. Yeah. If you look at his other films, they've got a, I don't know, they're less, uh, I don't know, what's the word hitting for? Better? Better, better. I mean, but he's obviously got a bit of range because obviously there was like, they had a bit more, well, I guess this had a bit of soul. It's had a bit of soul, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it came through a little. But also, I haven't seen any of those other movies in a long time, if at all. And Which I've ones? heard a lot of stories about how they don't really hold up, like Sixteen Candles and Breakfast Club and stuff. Yeah, I don't like them. They okay. have issues. So yeah. I'll just say that now. But I do like Ferris Bueller. I do like Uncle Buck. Oh, yeah, Uncle Buck. We've done both of those. They're, they're great movies. They're a little more wholesome. I was probably a little bit young for the other ones, for Breakfast Club and that. So yeah. when I watched them, I thought they were like, they've just got a sort of mood. They capture a mood, yeah, I a, think. More is of a Gen X. They, yeah. And I was probably just a touch young for that. It just seemed like 80s jerks. Um, well, Gen X would be a good sorry. series to do. Yeah, but I don't want to do any more of that. I don't like those movies, so I don't want to do them. Reality Bites? Uh, yeah. That Winona Ryder. Yeah, which. That Ethan Hawke. Yeah, they're pretty hot. That Zahn. Ben Stiller. Who did yeah. you say? He directed it, didn't he? I said Zahn. Steve Zahn's in that. Is he? Ben Stiller was the other boyfriend. I remember that. Yeah. And then the, the U2 song starts playing. Yeah. What song's that? Diamonds or a ring of gold. That one. You say. It's a very, it's a very good song. Yeah. Might play later. Diamonds and a ring of gold. It's an easy one to play on guitar too. It's just like C and G, I think. I definitely played more guitar in winter. I think I said that to you. 
Maybe it's just like a oh, yeah, with the, the house type. With a chalice of wine. Yeah, I'm going to do that this afternoon. We've got people coming over there. Yeah. How much chalice can I have before they come? Oh, Not too just much. Grab the They're biggest new people. chalice you can find. Biggest vessel. What else? Um, what else? Well, there's a lot going on in this movie, Greg. Okay. Um, my notes are pretty raw. They dropped the So S-bomb. I might just hit, hit some of these pretty hard. Okay. Go. Oh, hacking. The hacking was beautiful. Beautiful hacking scenes. It's good hacking. I love that stuff so much. I love a good wireframe. I love a good Doom era first person 3D objects moving at you. <laughs> Visual. Beautiful, Dude. beautiful thing. What's happening? No one knows, but they hacked into something. Well, that's, I dig that. That's and it. I liked yeah. Uh, it was in the trailer quite a bit, but I didn't really. All I knew about this film was it's a sex bot, and so I thought that's the whole thing. But actually, it is that. But also just the broader weirdness of the science involved, where you know <laughs> the kitchen turns blue and the, the that was pretty fun. The dogs on the ceiling. I'm into all that. I feel like they probably yeah. could have done more even of that. Because also, did they open the multiverse? Because uh, Vern. He is the Mad Max character, right? Oh, he did? He looks exactly the same. Like he's got the mohawk thing and the little flavor saver. Uh, the chick was pretty hot. Yeah, and the and the other the bald guy. <laughs> oh, yeah, old guy. Yeah, that was nice to see him. Yeah. I enjoy all that. I would, I would have left with them, to be honest. I'm pretty sure, yeah. I'm pretty sure he was supposed to be the same Mad Max character. I think legally he technically wasn't, like in the credits, but I think it was supposed to be him. Oh, so it was a multiverse situation. Yeah, I don't. I mean, again, like we we're just talking about how we didn't really care about continuity and stuff in those days. So I guess it's just more of like an Easter egg thing. But these days, I think we would call that some sort of they've they've opened something, well, and I mean, a character from another yeah. movie's shown up. I think. Um, do you reckon uh, John Favreau was watching this one Sunday afternoon? That's it. That's it. <laughs> I'm going to make Iron Man. Oh Does yeah, Robert Downey Jr. Fuck, man. It's very astute on your part. Full circle. That's a good point. That's your point. I'm just ending you. You ended it. You didn't end it. You ended. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> this is all the Dowdy's work from the get-go. Yeah, yeah. You think really of this whole time. <laughs> Those rehab stints were just creative sort of deep dives, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, everyone had very 1985 teeth in this, I noticed. Um, Which is good to see. Good to see. I, I love seeing real teeth. God, we love uh, it. To an extent. I mean, I wouldn't mind a little bit of dental work on some of these guys, but at least they're real. Better than veneers. Yeah. Well, Dowdy, obviously, it was quite gappy, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, this was a year later, both him and Anthony Michael Hall. It is Anthony Michael Hall, right? I feel like I always get his name mixed it up is. with someone else with three names. Michael Anthony Hall? <laughs> yeah. Kristen Scott Thomas? No. And they both ended up on SNL the, the following year, the famously terrible cast that all got fired. Oh. SNL, like, was at, at that stage where, like, they were losing relevance and so they just, like, hired – instead of having fresh faces, they hired, like, famous. people who were already kind of famous. But it didn't work and then they all got fired. Yeah. But um, Anthony Michael Hall, I think, was the youngest ever cast member. Or Robert Downey Jr. I didn't know that. I think they were like 17. Wow. 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 Keep going. Keep going. And yeah, I guess it's basically a genie movie. I mean, Kelly LeBrock described her character Lisa as Mary Poppins with breasts. Now, I wasn't aware that Mary Poppins did not have breasts, but I guess uh, 
<laughs> I'm going to trust what Kelly says on this one. Well, um, but I know what I she mean, means. There's breasts and, it, it's, and then there's breasts. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Sorry, that was a bit cringy. <laughs> um, I, I dig that because that was going into this. I again, like, I was expecting more of an Encino Man type of situation where they create someone that is not ready for this world, and you know, whatever, whatever. But she's kind of the alpha. And she's sorting shit out like a Mary Poppins. She's basically a genie who happens to have boobs. Yeah. Genie with boobs. I, I would much said. rather this genie than like Will Smith. Big time. Robin Williams, Mayim. Would you rather Kelly or Robin as your genie? Uh, I think Robin would be really fun for the first day. And then after a while, I'd be like, okay, man, yeah, right, chill. Sure. <laughs> Shouldn't do. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good point. Uh, he's, he's a lot. She's very chill. I feel like the, the teenagers created all the situations. She was she was calming things down pretty much. Yeah. Um, and when she wasn't, there was at least like a bigger picture in mind. She would be a really chill genie. Yeah. Like imagine just having a babe that can just make wishes, make anything you want. Like it's cars. Amazing. She was just whipping up cars. Yeah. Ira's never whipped up a car. No, nor is Carol. Yeah. What the hell? I think um, it would be good to make the wise watch this film. Just say, hey. Oh, yeah. Ara watched a bit of it and she was very upset. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, what? Like, but what is this? Yeah, it's science. <laughs> yeah. Um, there was some bad language. There was a lot of bad language, man. I mean, there's a part where Anthony Michael Hall does a black scent for what feels like 45 minutes. That scene is not good. It's not good, but also. In terms of now. In terms of now. And I was thinking about this a lot. And don't, don't get me wrong, not saying it's okay, but I just think, I don't think the movie was saying that him doing that was cool. Like, I th- well, at least the way I read it was he was being lame. He just thought he was being cool. It, like he was being a dumb teenager basically, but um, it's a bit icky. It's a bit icky. Uh, some F words thrown around. Uh-huh. Uh, there's Bill Paxton's haircut. All very offensive stuff. Was this the sort of origin story of um, Gorlin, Bill Paxton's aliens character? <laughs> Maybe it is. <laughs> it's kind of the same guy. He didn't have the good guy energy yet, although, yeah, maybe that's his arc. Yeah. yeah. He started off as a jerk, but then he became a jerk with values. And loved Bill Paxton. He's great. His haircut was so weird. Mm. I've never seen a flat top like that where the sides were, like, longer. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, it's... It's hard to do. Strange. What, a flat top's going to come back. Surely. Where a flat top spin? It's, in terms of a fashion cycle, it's missed a few. It's a good point, Tristan. I reckon they've got to be imminent because the fade's there. The fade is popular. Yeah, mullets came back and gone. Where's the flat top? A flat top mullet would be pretty Fucking good. flat top, man. Could you rock a flat top? Uh, I don't know. My hairline's going back a bit now. I think you're it okay. It would be like a funny shape. Could you try I could try it. My hair's a bit curly. Although if it's short enough, it should be all right. Should uh, I try that? Maybe for Greece. That could be my Greek look. Should I watch Acropolis now in prep for my Greece trip? I think so. And so I know um, I was, a man of mine <laughs> sent me a clip. He sent me a clip. We, uh, we're Acropolis now fans. Acropolis now is the best. He said it used to be on, oh, I forget which one, one of the like seven, eight, or one of the sort of, uh, one of the free network streaming services. TV things. Yeah, um, so I'll put in a clip for our friends of the show who are not Australian and who missed out on one of the greatest yeah. 
yeah. sitcoms of all time. I mean, it's probably not good, but I loved it at the time. Man, it was great. Has anyone seen my cousin Jim? Oh, what do you want, mate? Can't you see I'm busy? I mean, so if you want a job. Well, get out of here, mate. You're too stupid. And she's extra stupider. Jim, <laughs> I need a job. What do you want a job for, huh? Mate, your mother does everything for you, all right? She washes your clothes, she makes your bed, she even cuts your toenails. My mother does not cut my toenails. Mine does. <laughs> it was so good. Effie. Effie. They're awesome. Nick Giannopoulos has been the same age now for about 40 years. That's insane. Yeah. It's insane. Oh, hey, should we get into our, our little AI tropes and themes? Yeah. This is going to be very different, this one. Uh, depictions of the future. Well, no, it wasn't the future. It was 1985. Uh, human extinction. Mm, no. Uh, is this set pre or post AI revolution? I guess it's pre and she's making her first move as a gym teacher to take over the world. Robots bad or humans bad or both. I mean, if she's the only AI, aside from the pedophilia, she's probably the most stand-up person in this whole thing. Yeah. Like, if I'm going... I mean, that's a big caveat <laughs> to say. But that's a, like... But you're aside from the pedophilia. Yeah. I um, mean, if, <laughs> if I was picking one from all these movies, <laughs> it's 100% Kelly. <laughs> or maybe Kyoko. <laughs> Kyoko's got a sweet dance routine. Um, yeah. So she gets a bit stabby. She does. But I feel like she wouldn't stab me. <laughs> you think that? Because I wouldn't, like... You know, she's built a lot of like, that's cool, Kyoko. That's cool. I wouldn't be angry at her. Yeah, true. I don't know how Carol <laughs> would feel about any of this. Um, <laughs> so we have to let her vote. She'd get the deciding vote between Kyoko and Kelly. Oh, that's nice of you. Yeah. I reckon it's she'd go Kyoko. What do you reckon? I think she would too. Yeah, because she doesn't speak. Yeah. She'd be less threatened. Yeah. You guys could have a Kyoko, you know, help. you could help walk the dog. That's true. That's true. I don't know. She could like. Whip up some meals. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Can she cook? Can Kyoko cook? I'd be I down with that. for sure. She'd be great to have around. You wouldn't code her otherwise. Yeah, yeah, true. And Kelly might bring parties that you don't want. Yeah, but Kelly might bring parties that I don't want, but she would bring parties that I need. Oh. Because she knows do you need parties? Where I, my, my growth area. Well, I mean, I don't know if I do, but she knew they needed it yeah. for their confidence. Okay. You know? So she's she's there's methods to her madness. So maybe she'd just come and like yell at your boss or something. Yeah, she, <laughs> yeah, she'd somehow help me with yeah my current work situation. Oh, speaking of work situation, I didn't get a chance to speak to him, but one of my clients is in this movie, Greg. Oh, yeah, and it, he's he's in three John Hughes movies. That's goddamn America. I love that. Yeah, yeah, he plays uh, a nerd in three of them. In this one, I think he's pretty much just an extra. Yeah. Because I actually didn't even see him in the movie, but then I remembered him saying he was in this one, and I googled it and I found a screenshot. But um, he's in Sixteen Candles more. You're fine, uh, but still. Uh, but maybe when we do Sixteen Candles, I'll, I'll speak to him, maybe interview him or something, because I'm sure he'll have some stories. Because he's got a, like he's one of those dudes that's just like one of the most interesting people in the world, because he's been in three John Hughes movies. He's in the video clip for Nirvana, smells like Teen Spirit. Brother. And he did something with the Beastie Boys. Is he the baby? He's like just in the mosh pit because they weren't that famous yet. And he went to their live, he's big into music. He went to their show or something and they were like, we're making a video clip tomorrow. Anyone can come. What does he and do now? 
Um, Without giving too much away. If I should say if it's anonymous, but uh, I don't. I don't have his. I don't want to like. Is he in marketing? Cross any cross any worlds, but yeah, he's in marketing. Um, he used to work at. Um, he used to work at a creative agency, but now he's in client side. Wow, but, uh, wow. good guy. What a Top lead. bloke. Wow. Shout out to our anonymous friend. It'd be great to get on the pod one day. Um, anyway, are humans the virus? I mean, some of these questions don't even really <laughs> yes. track with this one. Did this film build a case for AI love? Yes. I mean, as usual, it showed that anything with boobs men can fall in love with. That's good. AI Bechtel, not so much. But I mean, I mean, she is technically AI, but I think this film just seems to look at it as they created a human. So I don't know. I don't know. Uh I don't have much else to say, Greg, other than a few little nuggets that I thought were interesting. Yeah. Is, is one of them that Vernon Wells has one outfit? Because I feel like his costume is the same <laughs> yeah. he wore in Mad Max. Oh, sorry, in uh, Commando, that mesh top. He has a mesh top in Commando, right? Yeah, and in Commando, I remember the story being that because he was a last-minute recasty and he had to wear the existing wardrobe, which was made for someone else. But... I don't know. Looking at the evidence, he's wearing the same mesh top here. Yeah. Something, something, someone's lying. I think we should message him because we've messaged him before. He's quite a, he's a, I would say he's a, a timid, intimidating man. He's got a real intimidation about him, I would say. He's quite front uh, Because he always plays a villain, but he seems like a lovely dude from what I've I'm seen. sure he's lovely, but he can be, he can yeah. be lovely and intimidating. Look, I think yeah. just an idea. Why don't we just message him and say, hey, Noticed you wore the same mesh top in Commando and with Science. What gives, bro? Is that a coincidence? No biggie, just asking. Yeah, and I want the truth. I think that's worth doing. I might do that if you're I think that's worth doing. Yeah, let's do it. And then get him back on the pod. I messaged him very early days on the pod. Mm. I think right after we did Commando. I think he wanted money to come on, didn't he? Well, in hindsight, I don't think he did, but I chickened out because he replied with a question that was weirdly phrased and I was like, does, he, or does that mean am I supposed to pay him? We hadn't had a no. famous guest at that yeah, point. Yeah, we didn't so have an EP sure. then like, like we do now um, yeah. to help us with this stuff. Yeah, yeah. What else you got there? Uh, yeah, so the song, Weird Science. It's Oingo Boingo. Oh, of course. The front man being Danny Elfman. I don't know. I like that. Yeah. I checked. He didn't play this one at Coachella, but um, that would have been cool. But, man, he's got his fingers in many a pie. Mm. In the Batman pie. Disney. In all the Tim Burton pies, really. Disney Simpsons pie. Oh, of course. Yeah. Great genius. Um, there is talk of a sequel. There has been talk of a sequel yeah. for a long time, slash remake, uh, along the lines of 21 Jump Street. So, like, uh, R-rated, you know, raunchy comedy. Sexy sort of robot. This is a little raunchy. But, uh... I also read that there was one idea with Channing Tatum in it. Makes sense. Which we'll see I assume is like, is that, yeah, that must be a gender flip thing, which I think is a pretty cool idea because I, I don't think gender flipping is always an inherently good idea, but, but I think because of some of the outdatedness of this film, it would be nice to like counterbalance it a little with the female gaze, you know? Mm. Why not? Why not? Yeah. G-A-Z-E, not, I'm not talking about lesbians, Greg. Oh. Talking about the gays. Not the, not the gays. Please, these gays. They're trying to murder me. Not those gays. The female gays as opposed to the male gays. There's a siren again. Is it? Ah, so New York. Are you going to get a Philly <laughs> cheesesteak? 
Yeah, there's a rat over here. Wait, that's Philly cheesesteaks from Philadelphia. Greg. Where do you live? <laughs> Aren't you in Philly? New York. Isn't that the same place? New York. I, thought was, I thought Philadelphia was slang for New York. <laughs> no? No. It's New it's York, New York. Plates. So nice they named it twice. Philly's over there somewhere. You can buy that, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've, like an hour. I've uh, driven there before. There you go. Yeah, there's, used to have clients out there with a big campus in, in Philly. Anyway. Yeah, so it is New York. Uh, other little – oh, no, that was the other one. That's all I got. <laughs> uh, what have I got here? Solid levels of misogyny, racism, homophobia. Um, Just in the right balance. It's like that scene in um, The Simpsons where – Mr. Burns goes to the doctor and he's like, oh, you've got everything uh, and but in perfect balance. So none of them are winning. Mm, yeah. <laughs> and it's like this This movie has so many things that are like pretty offensive that it, I just become numb to it after a while. Yeah, just... I, I still caught me off guard. Even when they're like, shut up, bitch. I'm like, oh, that was. Yeah. Well, that and that right after that, then he says the F word to the guys. Like that word really hits hard now, which I think is good because it should hit hard. It's a bad word. Bad word. But, you know, there was a time when that word was thrown around a lot. 185. Yeah. As an example. But, man, yeah, those those words are not cool, man. No. Um, What else have we even got? I've got nothing else. I've got nothing else. Let's get into verdict. Yeah. I don't know what to say, really. I don't remember asking you a goddamn thing. I am the law. I'd like an answer to question, Judge. I want to have them answered immediately. You can't handle the truth. What are you waiting for? Ah! Say what again? Say what again? I dare you. Nothing further. Your Honor. And that's all I have to say about that. I mean, there's a whole lot of ingredients that don't hold up. I think the premise overall kind of holds up. It's interesting. I think I, I alluded to this before as, uh, you know, these absurd, absurdist team comedy premises from the 80s that I enjoy uh, as a premise, a la Teen Wolf. I think Teen Wolf was worse than this. I, I did enjoy this on some level. Yeah. I didn't think it was great, but it was okay. Teen Wolf, I think. Killing made it. Kelly made it. Yeah, and there, were, there were moments that were good and there were some ideas that were good. Teen Wolf, aside from the dad, was the most disappointing rewatch I think we've done. Yeah, yeah, and this you ain't didn't that. like it, eh? Yeah, maybe I had too high expectations, but it sucked. How much earlier had we done um, Back to the Future? We did that pretty early. Because that was mind-bendingly good. Yeah. It's like a perfect movie. So I think maybe we went into that thinking – Back to the future. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, like I think I was like at least hoping for a weekend at Bernie's or something. <laughs> Another one. You know, like these, those ideas because those stupid ideas don't get made now because, you know, stupid. it's new IP. Well, you're they're like, stu- we'll just do another Marvel. They are Marvel. stupid. Yeah. So I get it. Like it's not a smart business model to just make these stupid ideas. But I love when they make these stupid ideas. Yeah. Well, Sometimes because they end up Maybe mostly. the investors were taking more drugs back then. hundred <clears throat> percent they were. <laughs> That's a ooey if ever I heard one. Um, FX test. I mean, pretty good. Well, there was some good FX in this, actually. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty what? solid. There was nothing that was, like, bad, really. 
And I didn't notice it at the time, but thinking about it now, the fact that I didn't notice, I guess, is proof that it wasn't bad. And they didn't, they just put some, you know, like some dry ice around and smoked it up when they wanted to like yeah. do a big reveal. Well, and they did the they did those great rotating sets and things for when people were walking on the ceiling and that sort of shit. That was cool. Yeah. I always did yeah, that. Yeah, I'm supportive of it. Yeah, that's where the 7.5 mil went. Um, Bechdel test, fuck, man. No. Uh, I think Although I did have a few female characters with names, but they just didn't really talk about anything other than boys, that's for sure. Mm, well, uh, boy crazy. Yeah. Ray Spectel, even less so. Oh, yeah. Very white. Yeah. Uh, did Simpsons do it? I'm not sure. I forgot to look that up. They may have. It may Nothing have. Nothing immediately comes to mind, though. Mm. Uh, weird Science Porn Parody. What do we got here? I'll tell you later. <laughs> Okay, I just Googled weird science porn parody. My computer seems to be defaulting to safe settings now. It's not showing anything. Oh, and I, I realized I'm logged into my work account. Oh, no. Ah, oh, geez, what have I done? Yeah, there's weird science XXX. There's also other ones showing up that are not weird science, but are great. There's FAP to the future. There's some kind of Pokemon thing. Okay, all right, I've got to close this. This is... Uh, Inappropriate. Uh, I don't know if it's, I don't know if I would 100% call this a rewatch, but it's a bit of a time capsule. Yeah, and Kelly's, uh, I, I guess. Super rewatchable with her little outfits. Yeah, and she is really good in this. It's creepy. She is actually great. And she's a boss. Like, she's not a pandering bimbo. I think that's. Exactly. Like, she well, yeah. she owns the movie. She's the boss. Which is uh, why she divorced Steven Seagal, I assume. Yeah, I can't believe she married Steven Seagal, man. That's wild. That was the height of his powers, wild. though. Yeah. Hard to kill? Was that hard mm, to kill? She's a nurse in it. Ooh. Nice. Nice. <laughs> Sorry. Where have uh, we been? We're behaving like a couple of teenage boys here. We're a couple of gross teenage boys. What what can we do? Uh, hey, Greg, we're going to do a little palate cleanser next week, aren't we? Going back to some JC? Boeing, yeah. What are we doing? Cyborg? Cyborg, does that count as AI? No, Cyborg is a human with robotics. Should we do Cyborg? Let's do it. We didn't really do it. Yeah, let's do it. And um, then we're going to take a short couple of week break while Tristan's getting a tan in Greece. And then um, we're going to come back with a new mini. We've got a good idea for this one, I think. Yeah. Some, some of the friends of the show have been asking for. We're doing it for you guys. Well, hey, we want to do it, but we're doing it for you guys. These, these are not the types of movies that will necessarily grow the podcast, but they are the types of movies that will make us feel all nice and warm inside. What are they? Should we tell the friends of the show? Yeah. Yeah, martial arts, baby. Maybe with a bit of a skew to like Hong Kong, right? We want to well, explore some Hong Kong pictures. Yeah. Yeah, we're, we're maybe not totally themed Hong Kong, but we definitely want to get in there. Yeah, and it won't be a definitive list because obviously there's more than you know four, five, or six movies that we're covering this genre. But you know, maybe we'll just pick a few favourites. How diverse do we want to go? We don't know yet. Yeah, we've got some interesting potential guests too, so we might let them choose some. So we'll we're going to spend this break planning that out to make it. The best fucking miniseries of all time. Absolutely, so, and exciting. by all means, uh, um, let us let us know if yeah, if you've got any, a suggestion. I think a few of you have already reached out with a few of films you'd like us to cover of that genre. So thank you for those to yeah. date, and we will take those under consideration. 
but please do send any others through. Uh, or any guests that you'd particularly like to hear from. We can't get Bruce Lee on. Sad. Um, yeah. What about Brandon Lee? Oh, bro. Too soon. <laughs> we? Too that soon, is... man. Too soon. Okay. Linda Lee. Is that the daughter? That's the mum. The daughter's quite. Um, yeah. yeah, what's the daughter's name? I forget. Brandon's sister. Brenda? No, I'm thinking of 90210. Brandon and Brenda. We could get Shannon Doherty on, perhaps. <laughs> Let's do it. Let's, em- let's embrace these tangents. Is my wife going to let me go back to bed? No. It's school holidays. She's had the kids all morning while we've been talking about a shitty movie. Here's what you do, Greg. You stop recording. Yes. You play it back on speaker and you lie on the floor there and have a little nap. I do have a new she rug. She'll think you're still... She'll think you're still potting. But I want my doona. I need a doona. Uh, all right. I'm going to eat some dinner. What are you going to have? i to go back to bed. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I'm jealous that you're just closer to bed than I am. <laughs> We've got guests coming over. Yeah, I'm going to go to bed like maybe in 10 minutes, to be honest. Yeah, I'm fried. Uh, hey, friends of the show, we'll see you in a few weeks. No, we'll see you next week and then in a few weeks. Yeah. Cyborg, go watch Cyborg. Great art house film, kinda. Kinda. Keep going. Bye. Bye. Say for me need a job so we can keep up with expenses, they say. Yeah, hair towel. Yeah, and heaps and heaps of makeups. Anyway, I want to be more independent. You independent since when? Since I moved out of home. Hey, you moved out of home? Where do you live now? In the bungalow. <laughs> In the backyard. Debbie, don't you think it's about time you got married to a nice Greek boy? What, like you? Why not? The lucky girl who marries me will have my love. We'll have my house. We'll have to suicide. <laughs> we'll have my children, all 18 of them, just like my grandmother. No offence me, mate, but I'd rather be a nun. <laughs>